Welcome to Intrepid Heroes, a Starfinder actual play podcast of the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path from Paizo. I'm John, and I'm your GM today. I'm Scott. I'm playing Rez, the Skittermander Envoy. I'm Mark. I'm playing Julakashti, a Vesk soldier. I'm Rob. I'm playing Whiskey, a Yusoki mystic. I'm Stephanie. I'm playing a Lashunta Solarian named Koholo. And I am Ron. I am playing Scooch, a Yusoki operative. All right. Welcome to Intrepid Heroes. Stay tuned for the episode. All right. Welcome to our special holiday episode of Intrepid Heroes, a Starfinder actual play podcast of the Dawn of Flame Adventure Path from Paizo. So uh, today we're just going to kind of wrap up um, the year. You know, we've been playing uh, Dawn of Flame here. We've gone through book one and this close to being done with book two. Uh, we started right before Gen Con, so uh, right early August. And as of right now, the end of the year, um, we've done about 25 episodes and we've had uh, 2,000 uh, downloads. So it's been, uh, you know, some traffic here, some interest in it. And uh, uh, I'm just uh, kind of excited that uh, we've been able to continually um, put something up every week. Um, been uh, be able to meet uh, pretty uh, regularly here. Um, and, and for me, you know, I'd, I'd like for all of us to share a little bit about our thoughts here on, on, on this group and playing with the podcast. But um, this also marks two years that we've been playing together for the most part as a group. Um, mm-hmm. So Mark and, and Ron joined us in December two years ago yeah. um, when we had just started the Dead Suns uh, uh, Adventure Path and unfortunately had a couple other members drop out. Um, I actually think uh, it's really kind of neat. I put a poster up at Zulu's, a, a local game store, saying, hey, I need some Starfinder players. And, and sure enough, um, I'm out there and I get a text message from... Uh, a Chicago phone number saying, "Hey, I'm I'm uh, I'm interested in doing this." And then I I talked to Ron on the phone and said, "I'm walking back from Zulu's. I'm I'm interested in, in playing. I just moved out here." And then he told me he worked at Paizo. I said, "Oh yeah, uh, we got a guy from Paizo in our group. His name is Scott Kime. Do you know him?" And he said, "Yes, he writes my checks." <laughs> <laughs> so that was really kind of a, a kind of a neat uh, uh, serendipitous situation there. And uh, since then, it's just. Uh, you know, for me, it's it's been a lot of fun going from from that group, what we learned, and and moving on to this one. So, Scott. Yeah, I you know agree with that. I moved out five years ago and uh, working for Paizo, and um, took a while to kind of find a find some groups, but I'm glad mm-hmm. I found this one. It's it's been great. Gotten to play a number of different games and know a bunch of different people, so that's been fun. Uh, podcast in general, um, it takes some getting used to having a microphone right in front of me, <laughs> and uh, I, I'm definitely conscious of it a lot. Um, my jokes aren't as freeform as they sometimes are. In other words, I don't always blurt everything that is in my head. So y'all can be thankful for that. Normally, there's a lot more puns. <laughs> there, there, more there, puns. If you can believe that, much enough, worse. So. <laughs> <laughs> worse but, so. Yeah, Many neurons have died in service of Scott. <laughs> well, this is teaching me that, yes, I can, in fact, censor <laughs> myself, I guess. Self, self-regulate? I don't know. Yeah, yeah. So I have this on-off button over there, too, just in case. So. Yeah, when you've got a plug over there, and I, uh, this is all going to be deleted anyhow. 
but uh, that's fine. I'll just hack your podcast. <laughs> okay. I'm not a hacker anyhow. Mark, you got some thoughts? Uh, yeah, I've I've loved the pod. I love this group. Um, like you said, we've been two years now. Um, Stephanie is the newest one of us. Uh, she started with this, this adventure path, and it's been great getting to know her. Um, and uh, yeah, the podcast I kind of feel like has has forced me to bring my A game a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as really thinking about my character, developing th- that. Um, not everything I think about shows up in the podcast, but it's there in my mind to be used if I need it, and I really like that. Mm-hmm. Um, as for the, the microphones, I really feel like it kind of disappears. I don't, I don't think about it nearly as much. As, uh, You're not is. nearly as punny, that's why. So. Uh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Self-censoring. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you also tend to eat yours. It's right there in front of me. It is right, right there. It's lost in um, But yeah, the podcast has has been a lot of fun. Um, it's just added an extra dimension to what uh, something I already love. Mm-hmm. Excellent, excellent. Are uh, they going to be Are they going to be connected in the future? You're you're really getting into the character. And then the microphone. So in some future game, you're like, I just feel like I can't get into character. Let me get a microphone. Let me get a microphone. Yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. That, there it is. There it is. I need a microphone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm really lucky to have found you guys. That's all I can say. There's so much wit in this room and so much knowledge of the game, too. You know, I worry that the uh, alien lizard man is going to toss a grenade in here and wipe out <laughs> half the knowledge of Paizo about this game. Yeah. It's, it's been great. I... I am kind of curious. One thing we haven't been doing a lot of is role-playing in this mm-hmm. game, and I'm wondering how you guys feel about it, if it's the microphones or if it's more the adventure path or just the way we like to play. Just curious. Uh, I think the adventure path. Did you We're do more role-playing in that yeah, other one? Yeah, but different games. So, But I felt like the first adventure path, maybe there was more, but maybe there were more. Just yeah, more I, no, I think, I think people did... More things kind of in character, but you have to remember we we play that for like a year and a half. Yeah, that's and true so too. we it took a while for people really to get into their characters, and right now we're at fourth level, and so we're just now starting to get into the meat of kind of the cool things you can do. Mm-hmm. And, and I think one of the things um, this is my personal experience is that I don't really know what my character's about until I can kind of get it. You know, it's just like. Yeah. You know, I'm not as good as Mark in terms of laying out yeah. all my history and all my stuff. <laughs> no, that with was, my that's character. been really fun yeah. to see some of the so. stuff you've been doing out of game, for, mm-hmm. or, you know, in but in character. Yeah, I like so. So Mark has been writing letters from Julakosti home to his parents, yep. explaining Aww. about his various adventures. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's and awesome! And so eventually, when we actually get a website or. Or someplace, this is something I want to put up and oh, to be able to sure. interact with it more. But unfortunately, with a podcast site, I just had the podcast site. I haven't had the yeah. opportunity. I've started building out a website, but I don't have it done yet. Um, but I, I would be open for more role play. My one of the issues is I'm, I'm awful with voices. So mm-hmm. um, you know, as a GM, I, I I can kind of role play, but I'm not going to change my voice a lot. You know, I've I've been around some GMs that are just awesome with that, like. Uh, John Compton, man, he he's really good at doing various voices for different things. Oh, it's I like, can see that. Um, yeah, no, I, 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 I'm just like one voice. I change the pitch a little bit. That's about <laughs> it. You know, no, you um, modulate. You, I mean, like bit, uh, you know? Kershaw had had a, yeah, had different, a different flavor. Language, and, yeah, yeah, but, that was that was yeah. clever. You know, 
so you know, but I, I agree. I don't. I don't think we do a lot. Um, in, in part, I think a lot of it is driven by you know we were in for an episodic time period, trying to get through to the next thing. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And um, you know, when yeah. we spend a lot of time talking, that seems like it eats up a lot of the stuff we can do. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm 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 not in a hurry to get through things. No, no. Know, so I will say though that like listening to other podcasts, some of the character. You know, interactions mm-hmm. is some of the best, mm-hmm. best mm-hmm. stuff that I've, I've seen too. So, um, you know, I think we can maybe be open to not just driving it forward, but sort of yeah, talking to yeah. each other too. Unfortunately, okay. usually my method of uh, doing that is messing with NPCs, right? <laughs> 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 which you do a fine job. <laughs> so, if you want more of that. <laughs> That's okay, you know. It's uh, there's a response that will happen. Yeah, I, I guess we did some it, yeah. even this episode yeah, where Raz was you going did. back and forth with him and talking yeah. about the window and yeah. kind of that's to me that's it's not to the point. It's not something that should, but it's more his personality. Right. Well, even if you remember when uh, the meltdown uh, a couple of episodes ago, you had the meat vendor, and yeah. so yeah. there were some interactions with there. Yeah. And so mm-hmm. it's but you're right. There's there's not a lot in and quite frankly, I mean, looking at a lot of the characters we have there, uh, in the NPCs in game, there's not a lot written about what they're like. Mm-hmm. And so, if you want to engage more with them, I'm, I'm happy with that. But usually, we're rolling for initiative. They look mean, and so we're gonna go fight them. Um, but you don't have to. I'm willing. Like with the with the steam guy in the previous episode, you know what? If you guys don't attack right away, I'm happy to to have a chat. You know. Yeah, so I appreciate yeah, that too yeah. because yeah. there's there's so many that are like, okay, initiative. I, they're just gonna yeah, attack no, no, no. right I, away. I do initiative to just to give order to what people want to do, right. um, you and know, then we just threw it out the window. So I will admit, that. though, I fairly, yeah. feel fairly conditioned to the idea that if you've rolled initiative, you're going into combat. Yeah, no, yeah, that's no. that's an important point. That yeah. well, it doesn't also mean that you're just giving a. One of the things that I think keeps us more focused is, John, your particular GMing style, which has a real advantage in that I don't feel like I ever know, I ever don't know what to do next. Right. Right. You're laying out the story to us so well Mm -hmm. that I always feel like, well, we could sort of, you know, goof around with this meat vendor, but we know we've got to go to this. Well, Mm -hmm. you've you've been clear, sometimes in even a couple of ways, which is always like good narrative GMing style, mm-hmm. right? Give a couple of different clues that all yeah. point the same way yeah. so the players aren't ever sort of at sea going, well, I don't know what to do, so I'm going to try to steal from my fellow player and challenge yeah. <laughs> a duel or whatever. The, no, sort, of the less, the, the, sort of the less uh, optimal right, character right. interactions well, that and, go on. And sometimes. a lot of that is actually the authors of the Adventure Path. Well, they'll, they'll put those those little hooks to, to get you yeah, moving forward. And then I try to embellish them a little bit to, mm-hmm. to say, you know, mm-hmm. that this means something or this is something you recall. And actually, I've been amazed at how well your memories have been because there were things that came up early in, especially this the second book, that came in early in the Deep Cultures Institute that people remembered, mm-hmm. you know, like four sessions later, you know, four episodes later. And it's like, wow, that's, that's really pretty good. You know, small little details. Well, you know those 2,000 so. downloads. That's mostly us. Yeah, I've been uh, there. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's how we remember yeah. them. Well, that, those are actually unique. So, oh, so okay. you know, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so I can track that. I know it's, right. I know you guys aren't, aren't just padding the stats here. So. The, the, he does make a good point, though, in the, that, you know, showing that, because I've had sessions in games where 
we have no clue what we're going right. to be doing mm, and what we yeah. where you know where we're supposed to go. We'll spend whole sessions, right? right just right. what do we do? What do we just roll for this? Yeah. Roll, yeah, roll yeah. for. Can I go to the library? Can I go here? Can I go there? And mm-hmm. they'll let you do all that stuff, but there won't be any information. And there's nowhere there. to go. Yeah, they yeah. Don't, don't tell so, you anything. So it, that can get frustrating as well. So and that's not really role playing though. That's more sort of trying to find some direction and get some clues, but. You do a really good job of, of letting us yeah, we find where we need to go, and then if we have little sidetracks. Well, I, I actually will be really curious because we do have two guest GMs coming in. So, what? Uh, book four, Ron Lundeen, <laughs> the author of book four. The Ron Lundeen. Wait, I heard of that guy. Yes, that Wait, Ron do I roll a knowledge yeah. society? So he'll, he'll be GMing his book, and then uh, Jason uh, Tondro is offered to... GM book six for us. Yeah, that's so exciting. It'll be really good to see uh, the style that they bring and mm-hmm. the interaction. I mean, I, I can imagine the author has such a depth of knowledge of, of their own creation here that it should just come to life. I'm really well, excited. We certainly, we certainly hope so. Well, I, I will re- remind you that the, the author's turnover goes through a very sort of rigorous <laughs> development pass and then through at least like three or four editors. So... I'm going to have to read very carefully to see what I submitted and how that actually translates. Yeah, actually, he'll just take the printed module, toss it out the window, and pull his straight yeah, off of his you can, you uh, can do. drive. Oh, wait, no. This is how it should As be. Yeah. This is what I wanted. Ooh, and then there will be a recording out there. That's okay. And then everyone wonder, how come it doesn't read like that? I don't understand. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, I wanted to say, though, that as far as style, this is actually... Um, and it, it very informed, perhaps, by Pathfinder, by other, um, by society play, because mm-hmm. uh, Ron and mm-hmm. I did a lot of that. Um, have done, uh, did a lot of it with um, Living Greyhawk, and then with Pathfinder Society. But uh, that it, it's very close. So it's the style that Ron and I are the most comfortable and familiar with I mean, th- this kind of where you're not fully in character you kind of go into character then you pull back there's a lot of mm. discussion about the game itself and I think that that's a reflection of what Ron finds or at least in part what Ron really finds interesting about the game and he mm. doesn't really because we've tried out other systems that are a lot more rules light we have friends that much prefer you know kind of right. like structured improv over the, the heavy <laughs> game yeah. mm-hmm. um, and that's just not and it, again, I, I think I keep pointing to Ron because I think that he's really taken the lead with this. So it's just he wants to be talking about the game. He wants to see how the game is working. And the only way that that can, or not the only way, but the kind of the easier way to do that is to be both here as a player and as a character. So mm-hmm. that's, we, uh, and as kind of a side note, in the moment at which I kind of, we would sit down sometimes at society play and you know there would be people completely in character um and you know it's it's a little awkward to interact with that but we did that with some some really good friends from high school we hadn't played with them in a long time we sit down at this and they were they they were just you know all with their accents all it was like you know they and they had all of these funny rules and ways of interacting and it, it was it was really a different way of of engaging with the with the game so that's what we're going to do starting next year then <laughs> <laughs> and everybody's in costume too okay yeah. people oh, yeah. oh, oh, oh. no yeah. we're just gonna game with your friends from high school <laughs> I was gonna say this is a podcast we could just say we're in costume yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I not know any different um, but I got a couple things that I wanted to, to bring about the game 
uh, about the table, you know, players here, and then about the game itself. Um, the so what what John what you didn't mention in your introduction is after we finished Dawn of or after we finished Dead Sons, mm-hmm. I I quit. Right, I'm like, look, I'm away from home too much. I really, you know, mm-hmm. I really like gaming with Stephanie, and you know, being on hand to help out with the kids. So I'm, I'm just gonna have to leave the group. You know, good, mm. good luck, goodbye. But uh, you know, I can, I could play at home, but that's about it. And the fact that everybody at the table, every one of you, is like, no, we'll, we'll go to, we'll, we'll play at your home. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's, it's no inconveniently escape. far, and I know it, <laughs> especially compared to you know where the more central location being at my we used place. to be playing. Yeah, exactly, yeah. which is way more convenient for Scott in particular. Um, <laughs> But the fact that everybody is like, no, we like playing with you we, enough. We'll, yeah, we we'll want you that, at the table. We'll make that change. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. the reason that... I, so I'm really touched every time that you guys come out here. I know it's yeah. sort of sort of hassle sometimes when the, you know mm-hmm. things get sort of cold or icy on the hill to come over. but Or everything's flooded over. And you or everything's yeah. flooded. Yeah, for right? example. Five ways into our yeah. town and yeah. four of them are flooded. 14th um, highest level of the Snoqualmie River ever. I just um, learned that. Yeah. yeah. But uh, one thing that I think is really interesting to me about the game, like Stephanie pointed out, I like sort of making the connections in the game. Mm-hmm. I I know full well how Adventure 4 starts, and I don't have any sense of how we get from where we are <laughs> <laughs> narratively <laughs> to there. Yeah. So I guess maybe Joe Pacini, who wrote yeah, The Next Adventure, yeah. has got an awful lot of work cut out for wow, him to get yeah. from where we are now. There's one character we've met that I know is at the beginning of mine, and I don't recognize anything else that's going on. <laughs> but, but we'll get there. Um, so I'm really looking forward to that. I did. I do want to say I talked to uh, um, uh, Jason Tondra works at Paizo. Mm-hmm. And I was talking to him. I said, well, if you're going to be... Heard you're going to be coming in and running book six for us, which I think will be absolutely awesome. Mm-hmm. But if both I'm playing and John's playing... I'm playing my <laughs> operative and John's playing the operative yeah. that he's going to swap out yeah. for. Yeah. You're going to have a table with two operatives. Oh, a high-level wow. play. And his response <laughs> was to look level at me and say, you'll need it. Oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you know, I can always switch up my, my character to something else. So, um, But we'll need it. Apparently. <laughs> well, you never know. Maybe a biohacker might be good or something else, you know. Um, so, you know, it's interesting you mentioned Joe Pacini um, with book three. I actually asked him if he was, because when, when uh, I, I told him uh, that you were going to run book, uh, book four, and then, of course, uh, Jason Tondra was right there and says, hey, hey, I'll run book six. And then, I, so Joe's there and said, Joe? Joe, <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm too busy. I can't do it. But <laughs> you wrote it. You don't even have to prep. Yes, I know. But you do. That's <laughs> the whole point: is you do have to prep because yeah. you need to know what's changed because you don't know how that has has right. to connect right. to the, the adventure prior or the adventure right. after. Yeah. Right? Yeah. right. So if there's some if there's some NPC that the developer threw into my adventure, then I'm like. Well, I never created this NPC. I'm going to drop this person, but they're, yeah. but they're crucial in the next book. Yeah. I've done a disservice. So, right. yeah. Right. Right. So, uh, one of the things I want to do is kind of go around the table, and, and Rob actually su- suggested this: um, get a New Year's resolution from your character's perspective, though. Your character's New Year's resolution going forward. So, who wants to start? Well, well mine's simple. I got one thing. Remember what happened at the New Year's party. That's my resolution. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. Um, 
because whiskey has a proclivity for uh, alcohol consumption. Fun, yes. fun of <laughs> all flavors. <laughs> all right, that seems like a very straightforward one. I think see, Scooch, Scooch has been trying to put, you know, nine seasons, twenty-one episodes each, <laughs> plus the holiday special, yeah, the two the special episodes of Scooch eats it behind him. And I think I think the thing that he's finally realized is you don't you don't put all that eating behind you. Until you've been eating yourself. <laughs> so this whole glass serpent thing is it's really been kind of an eye-opener for him. And I think maybe in the new year, I mean, you ought to have a resolution of getting eaten by something else. <laughs> Somewhere along the line next year to sort of keep that catharsis. I Bigger think. and better. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, we'll have to see what the future holds. In that you might know better than me. Well, you scoop. Scooch can't be eaten. Yeah, <laughs> but if it gets near um, to, near to the end of book um, <laughs> book three, and I'm sort of you know giving the, the side, <laughs> side eye to anything that's bigger in size than Scooch is, messing them up, fit in their belly. Are you gonna jump in their mouth? Like, Eat me. We, well, so we I, let you. But I think I think you should go in with a you know a special uh, spork. For eating your way out. You know. Remember, they're going to be just as tough from the inside. <laughs> no, they're actually a little bit less usually, tough. Usually they're they're yeah, they're, they're actually easier to hit if yeah. you're inside. She's yeah. a little lower. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you think they taste bad on the outside? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, uh, Jewel Kashti actually wants to get a little more in touch with his spirituality. So oh, he's he's going to wow. be exploring some religion a little bit. So that's notable. Yeah. What about his marriage? Um, well, that is still very much uh, in the forefront of his his goals. Um, and again, I haven't really talked about in game a whole lot, but um, gaining glory and and status within uh, Vesk society in order to be able to win the the love of his life who uh is much higher in status than he is and that mm. prevents him from being able to marry her mm. um so yeah his his overarching goal through all of this is to become a big enough deal back home on vesk to be able to uh to claim the hand of his love mm. i think I, i'm I'm almost sad to say I think your arc's going the wrong direction now though, right? Because in what? the first book you were you know, we fought this fire whale in front of everybody and mm-hmm. then we took over this this revolution and knocked down the leaders. Yeah. And then we went and kicked down the door to a scrapyard and now I mean the stuff we're doing now is maybe the parts that you leave out of the story and maybe after we're done with whatever this is, then then you get back into some. He has of the stuff acquired yeah. some amazing grenades. Yeah. Unique grenades. Unique even. grenades. Um, you're right. The, the first book really gave Julakashi some big opportunities, um, and he was very happy about that. Um, so he's he's kind of stuck with the Deep Cultures Institute because he feels like the more opportunities will come along, mm-hmm. um, and that's that's a big deal for him. So yeah, looking looking for big better stuff. Um, is is going to be he's going to have an eye out for like that like higher status kind of thing yeah higher status kinds of things yeah. and more and honorable big honor yeah yeah <laughs> well and he has acted honorably like he yeah. offered surrender yeah. i offered surrender to the, yeah. to the one vesk uh tola i think your name yeah. was yeah big tola uh big tola um, go in and take on like yeah there's five people in here and just waltz right in and mm-hmm. like i'm gonna start 
functional. Yeah. Well, fire doesn't work. Okay. Bare hands. <laughs> just start start hitting. You know, there. Are, I mean, there are other weapons then. The flame dosh go plus your bare hands. Pshaw. <laughs> <laughs> right. What do you want to do? Shoot them? <laughs> it's A or B. That's it. That's it. <laughs> he's actually much better in melee than he is with shooting things. He can he can do it. He's he's plenty fine at it. But uh, yeah, he he kind of likes to get in and scrap. It was one swing knocking out both of those guys at yeah. the end, though. That was kind of awesome. Yeah. yeah, that was impressive. Yeah. Uh, Koholo is going to follow Julakashti's example mm-hmm. and uh, right back to her monastery. Oh, oh okay. Oh, oh writing, okay. T- yeah, send a letter. I thought you were going to try and get married or something. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. She had followed no. Jewel to try to earn <laughs> Jewel Lakoshi's woman <laughs> as the <laughs> tried. Oh, no. oh, and yeah, then we will have conflict within the party. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> so, so is this like a postcard? Uh, you know, wish you were here, weather's wonderful kind of thing? <laughs> Killing's great. We'll start there. <laughs> <laughs> Just like no, walking on the sun, whatever, you know. Yeah, yeah exactly. Might as well be. Might as well, Might be. As well yeah. be. Might as well be. <laughs> they wouldn't let me. Yeah, I actually have found that the, the writing really helps me to, to focus and, and get inside my character's head. Um, That's it very just cool. it, it crystallizes things in a way that nothing else does. Very neat, very neat. So to get inside of Raz's head <laughs> is a very scary prospect. Uh, yeah, I, I, I caution you. <laughs> no, no, no. I think um, Raz, he, he knows how to shout at people. That's mm-hmm. kind of what he was taught in the military with the Vesk. Yep. Uh, that's how he had to communicate with them to get them to do things. So, And he's very good at it. Mm-hmm. But he's used that on a lot of other people too. And to some effect, but he's also seeing that Maybe diplomacy is also a way to go, or at least shouting at them, but in a way where they're not angry at him afterwards. Because he doesn't like to, them to be angry at him if he gets the, makes them do what he wants, but then they're upset with him. So I think he's going to try and be a little. Uh, he, he might want to be a little more politic in his approaches to things and uh, just help people learn things, not just make them do what he wants to do. But shouting and making people angry is politics. <laughs> it is, but there's a feat I can take. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which I normally would have taken at first, but then we did the little switcheroonie. And, uh. All right. Well, um, and I think that'll wrap it up for our holiday episode here. So from all of us at uh, Intrepid Heroes, we wish you and yours a happy holidays and a safe and fantastic New Year's. And happy holidays to you all. Thanks for listening to this episode of Intrepid Heroes. New episodes are uploaded each Tuesday night. Subscribe to be automatically notified of new episodes. For more information, visit us at intrepidheroes.net.